Everybody, this is DJ The Money Coach coming to you in the beautiful Destin, Florida. And I just got back from Amazing World Tour. Well, it's not a world tour, but in essence, it could be a world tour with the Classy Climb Tour. Shout out to Erica Williams for the Classy Climb Tour and ATL. Shout out to Tim Jackson. Shout out to Andre Hackett. Shout out to Todd the Billionaire. Shout out to James King. Shout out to all my friends who did an amazing speaking job and sharing the wealth of freedom to people. And all it takes is four words that you got to do. They're dirty little words. The first one is discipline. The second one is accountability. The third one is plug into a system that's successful. And the fourth one is do the work. And when you do that, you can achieve the pom-pom lifestyle, which is plenty of money, peace of mind. And then you can come join us on the Beaches of the World Club. So check this out. Literally, I was just in the ATL last night speaking on stage with my friends. And now, because I took the time to build the ABCs of wealth, to achieve the common sense strategy to achieve an American dream, I now have this. Look at that. Yeah, man, isn't that something? So you can have this too, but let me tell you a little tip. You have to master the hard things in life while you're young and life gets easier. You master the easy things in life and life gets hard as hell, almost impossible to live the older you get. So I'm gonna say that again. Master the hard things in life when you're young and life gets easier and it gets like this for you for the rest of your life. That's what I'm talking about. So you can have it too. All you gotta do is come join us. And it's real simple. I wrote this book in 20 years of success. And it's a common sense strategy of achieving the American dream. And you too can come out here and enjoy this amazing lifestyle so if you want to do that get this book right now below the ABC's of wealth the common sense strategy achieving American dream it's 20 years in the making to help you achieve the pom-pom lifestyle that's plenty of money and peace of mind and you can come join us on the beaches of the world club I'm DJ the money coach I'll see you on the beaches of the world because you deserve it have it as well and all you got to do is achieve four dirty little words discipline accountability plug into the system and go to work and you too can have the pom-pom lifestyle that's plenty of money peace of mind come join us on the beaches of the world club so hit that link below the first 10 people to get the book the abc's the wealth the common sense strategy achieving american dream you get an autographed copy and i'll even give you a 10-minute complimentary consultation for the first 10 because that's the kind of guy I am to help you achieve the American dream. I'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the DJ The Money Coach Financial Expert Series brought to you by the Seven Spheres of Money. Thank you for joining us. And before we get started, help us to reach 1,000 subscribers and subscribe to this channel, Seven Spheres of Money on YouTube. Now, you haven't seen us in a while on this program. It's great to be back. It's great to have DJ and another phenomenal expert. 
guest on the show. So I'm going to turn over to DJ and get this thing started. All right. All right. Hey, thank you very much, Nick. Man, it has been a while since we have brought you the Financial Expert Series with DJ the Money Coach. Uh, we will promise you that we will bring you many more of these because, man, we have amazing uh, guests on tonight. And he actually is going to kick off the uh, beginning of our book launch tour. And this is going to be amazing because we have a lot in common. Matter of fact, uh, this, this gentleman is a uh, baseball aficionado like myself. Uh, he also has uh, amazing uh, children that are being taught the uh, STEAM program, which is science, technology, entrepreneurship, access to mentorship. So I had the wonderful pleasure and privilege of meeting his young, uh, sharp son. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, into the uh, interview. But uh, this is a gentleman that uh, is going to bring it to you real. You know, and what we pride ourselves on this financial expert series is bringing people to you that are vetted, meaning that they not talk to talk, but they walk the talk and they actually make the money and they actually do it the right way. Meaning they didn't do it in three minutes. They didn't do it in three months. They did it over a period of time by applying the four dirty little words. Number one, discipline. Number two, accountability. Number three, they have a system. And number four, they put that work in. And at the end of the day, they also are tried and true. So this person here is a amazing uh, entrepreneur. He's amazing dad. He's amazing husband, which uh, we pride first and foremost. He has his vertical alignment in order, God, family, business, and then everything else. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. His name is Tim Jackson. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's a real estate and uh, estate broker with 16 years of real estate experience. He received his undergraduate degree from the University of Texas at Dallas and his master's degree from Sam Houston State University. But the amazing thing is he's going to tell you none of the degrees put him in position to be free where he is right now. He also wrote this amazing book called Real Dope, an in-depth comparison between the real estate game and the dope game. And I like this book because when I met him in the ATL on the Classy Climb Tour, he basically summarized what I say all the time about you know, the New Jack City hustle, you know, where New Jack City, if you didn't see the movie with Nino Brown and the Cash Money Boys, they were slinging that rock, you know, down at the Carter. So I'm dating myself, but it's a great movie because today's economy is the New Jack City digital hustle. Okay, so Tim's going to break down the comparison of the real estate game to the dope game to show you that it's a system that works even for crime that actually works for doing things right, ethical, principle, and things of that nature and how success is built. He also is the president of Real Youth Mentoring Program, a program created to train young men on ways to become productive leaders, business owners, and reputable citizens in the communities. That's another thing what Tim and I have in common. I have a program called DQUAD, and DQUAD is actually for discipline, determination, uh, uh, deliverance, and actually the last one is to actually, you know, develop. And I actually take that in baseball because I'm a baseball player and I actually partner that with uh, technology, primarily STEM technology, science, technology, engineering, and math. And I actually teach young men just like Tim does. And here's the funny thing. I don't believe in coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, because we got lined up and you would have thought that we've been knowing each other for a lifetime because <laughs> we've been doing the same things in the same state. Imagine that, that we haven't even met and then there was a conduit that brought us together. So I, my, my introduction is usually a little bit long because I want you guys to know the sincerity about the quality of people we bring to the table 
And then at the end of the day, I want to, you know, the value of what they represent as I call real men. And we lack real men in our community because when we turn on the mediums, we're also shown the negative profiles of black men versus the 98% of the real black men. So without any further ado, I want to introduce this gentleman that I met on the Classic Climb Tour. We become quick friends. We got a lot in common in principles. And, and I'm, I'm going to say that, principles. We emulate principles to success. And that's the most important part. We don't take our personalities. We go to the principles. So without further ado, I want to introduce and thank Tim Jackson, real dope, for coming on the show tonight on the Financial Expert Series. Tim, how you doing, my friend? And thank you I'm for having me. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. I appreciate that. Probably the most thorough introduction I've ever had. So <laughs> glad to be here. Glad to, to work with you and Nick. And uh, I look forward to, to talking tonight. You know, Oh, man. Uh, real yeah. stuff, man. Hey, like I said, when, when, uh, when we were at the ATL, man, and you came out and your delivery on how you uh, engaged the audience, how you would, you know, sincere about everything you said and how you were giving them these little nuggets that I used for myself and actually have made money since I met you based on some of just the real, one, post content all the time, post it any and everywhere. And I was reluctant to do that. And all of a sudden I started shooting content on my vacation, which I 98, 9.9, 10 times, I don't even do brother, but thank yeah. you for dropping those little bit of nuggets. So, hey man, tell us, uh, your story, how did you get into the real estate game when you had all them professional degrees, brother? That's that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm curious about because I know that's what the people want to hear. And you're a young go-getter, man. Absolutely. You sound a young what? A young go-getter. Young go-getter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, honestly, uh, I got my degrees late. I, I actually got my degrees for a couple of reasons, uh, mainly to prove that you don't need a degree. Uh, but mainly I went back to school because it was something I wanted to do, not something I had to do. Mm. And for so long, hey, ho hold up, hold up, hold up. Sometimes you're going to learn this about me. I'm going to interject when you drop the mic. <laughs> Say that again. You went back and did it because you wanted to do it. I went back to school. Had to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It was something that I wanted to do, not because I had to do. I, I wanted to, to obtain certain degrees so that I could, you know, achieve certain things personally and, 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 you know, economically and financially, but if I can just keep it as, as positive or as, as honest as I can with you, I've never used my degrees. I've never used my degrees. I've tried, uh, but I was making money uh, and working for myself and operating a business prior to, and, I, and the reason I went back and got a master's degree is because I wanted to shift careers and I just couldn't find a job. Like no one would hire me. <laughs> wow. With all of my experience, with all my paperwork, because what I learned that, you know, the degree is a, is a piece of paper that, in my opinion, you guys don't send me any hate mail. This is just my opinion. I feel like a degree shows that you have discipline, right? If you can complete, you know, four years and then go another two to three years for a master's and then go another four years for a PhD, you're literally, that's your discipline. That's what they call it, your discipline. And there used to be a time where, having a degree is what got you in the door. I remember back when I got out of the military and I should have started there. I went, went to the military after high school, came back home, got into corporate. You know, most of the higher paying jobs required a degree, DJ. And that was, you know, a bachelor's degree at minimum, right? And so as I got into the workforce, thankfully for me, because I had the military experience, that translates to a degree in many cases, depending on how long you've been in. So I was able to get my foot in the door, but even when I wanted to get promoted in certain areas, even though I worked my way up the ladder, I could only get so far without the degree. 
And so then what I noticed is that once everyone started getting degrees, maybe around the 2008, 2009 timeframe, and you probably remember this, you start seeing the, the heavy push for the executive MBAs. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, Big like time. every school that, in the nation. That was rapid in the two, early 2000s. Get like, that executive yeah. MBA. That executive MBA. like that $70,000. Yeah. And I live in Dallas, so you got a lot of high-ticket, high-priced private schools here that were really marketing that. And then, you, of course, it's a great hub for some of the bigger universities. And so uh, I was seeing that people couldn't even get into the workforce or get the job they wanted without the master's degree. And these were even people working in education where typically all you need is a, an undergrad to get an education. So I had started working at a corporation. Uh, I always wanted to be in real estate. When I was in high school, DJ, a friend of mine, her mother used to always be at every single event. I don't care if it was a game, a pep rally, whatever we had, her mother was there. And in contrast, you know, my mother worked a lot. You know, mm. my mother and stepfather worked a lot. And so, you know, my mother, if I had stuff, she would come to it, but it wasn't like my friend's mother, right? And so one day I asked my friend, you know, very, you know, candidly, like, what does your mom do for a living? You know, because she's literally at everything that we have going on and you have this new car and you're always dressing nice. Like I saw that as a 14 year old DJ, as a 15 year old, I caught this. And she said that my mom's a real estate broker. And this is before, you know, now kids have access to information. You know, if, if my son hears the term real estate broker, he can pull out his phone and Google the term. We didn't right. have that. This we had the dialogue day. We had the AOL CDs, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about 15 minutes free internet, right? I'm dating right. myself now. <laughs> People always meet me think I'm so young. I'm just like, nah, nah, I had those AOL CDs too, right? And so I, I literally went to the library and just researched what a real estate broker was. And I told myself at that moment, that's what I wanted to be, not necessarily because of the money, but because of the family freedom. Mm. You know, the freedom that her mother had to just move around whenever she wanted to. If her daughter had a pep rally in the middle of the day at two o'clock, she didn't have to ask her boss to get off work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, if she had a game, that started at seven o'clock, but the, you know, the cheerleaders had to be there by five 30. Her mom could be there. Does that make sense? And oh, so yeah. that intrigued me. And that's how I got into real estate. And I, I said, when I become a professional, when I get out of the military, I want to get a real estate license so I can become a real estate broker. Man, man, you, man, you, you, you said a lot in, in that short little thing, but you know, the thing I, I, I gleaned right off the jump, you found out why, your friend's mom was able to be at all the important events for your friend. And you immediately inquired what it is that you do. And, 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 and in a sense, the reason why that's important to me, Tim, is that nowadays kids are very influenceable that they see stuff on mediums, you know, that they just go after stuff and they go after it for the wrong reason, but you went after because you saw the freedom. And I can relate to that because like you said, your mom, my mom worked two jobs, you know, my mom, well, grew up in the projects in Chicago and then put herself through nursing school. And so my mom would miss the events, but I didn't know why it would hurt. But then when I got older, I understood my mom had to work two jobs to put me and my sister through private you know, school. So if I had the ability to go back and see what you saw and then be able to say, hey, how do I get the freedom to be with my family? And you saw that. 
And so you immediately tacked on and went to the library and did the research and say, hey, this is the career that I want to go on. So how did you go into the military since you had already gleaned that you wanted to be a real estate broker because you saw the freedom? <laughs> the military wasn't giving you no freedom. I wasn't. Well, you know what? I come from a family, you know, where my grandfather went to the military. Uh, my father was in the military. A lot of my uncles were in the military. So it was just kind of the family business, if you will, you know. And so I knew that graduating from high school, I didn't want to go to college right off the bat, at least. Right. I had no desire. I was done, you know, counting kindergarten. I've been in school for 13 years straight. I needed a break, <laughs> but I also needed some money, DJ. And so uh, I knew that going in, uh, you know, I could make money immediately. I could learn a trade uh, and then I could use that trade if I needed to when I got out in addition to being a real estate broker. And so that was it. Money was my motivator. So I went in, took advantage of that, took advantage of some of the connections and some of the relationships there. Uh, I've sold, I just sold a friend of mine. I was stationed with this friend 20 years ago in Alaska, they just moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area and I just sold her and her husband a house. Like I, I'm selling people houses, you know, you know, all the time because of, you know, of the real other military or whatnot. But I knew that I needed discipline and I knew that I needed structure, not to say that I didn't have it, but I knew I would get it in the military. You know what I'm saying? Well, when I went in at 18, I, I signed up at 17. So by my first year in, I mean, I was already making money. I had a job. Most of my friends were, you know, still partying in college and still, you know, doing their thing. I was in the basic training, you know, during September 11th, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I had to grow up really fast, DJ. And I feel like that was one of the best experiences because it taught me like, you know, you got to grow up fast. And, and not to not to reduce anyone else, but I believe for that reason, I'm, a, I'm ahead of a lot of my peers. Not all of them. I got some peers that's doing some huge things. But for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm ahead of a lot of my peers because I had to, you know, I went to the military and I had to learn how to be an adult at such an early age. And, and, I, and I learned this anyway. You know, my, my grandmother moved in with us when I was around 14 years old. And that's when I stopped playing sports because I had to take care of my grandmother. You know, uh, she had Alzheimer's. So at the age of 14, I was I always tell people I raised my grandmother because if anyone knows anything about Alzheimer's, it's a regressive disease mentally. So they, my grandmother literally became a child again. And so, you know, I'd have to come home after school, straight after school, uh, you know, beat my mom home and make sure that I got there before my grandmother's bus because she went to an adult daycare. And then I would have to feed her, give her a bath, you know, do her hair, you know what I'm saying? Like I took care of my grandmother, you know? And so I'd already kind of matured, you know, in that sense of knowing responsibilities, but I needed more structural and financial structure. And that's why I went to the military. Oh, man, that man, kudos to you. I mean, my, my dad was a Marine as well. My uncles were Marines. I just decided since they paid uh, for my freedom that I wasn't going that route. But hey. I actually was instilled with that military, you know, discipline in my Absolutely. household. So, so that never is lost on me that this is something that's lost on our today's society. We'll be right back with the DJ TMC Financial Expert Series after this message. Stay tuned. Hi, so this is a testimonial for DJ The Money Coach. First of all, I got one of the best packages that you had, so that was A1. I love the team. They have really come through. 
you were amazing as a coach every week you showed up on time <laughs> every single week and i trust me i've been in a lot of courses a lot of classes spent a lot of money and unfortunately some people don't do what they say that they're going to do as a coach salutations to all my name is alhamdulillah ali i'm 37 years old i've worked in the public service sector in the dmv also known as dc maryland virginia for about 14 years and um I'm just here to give my commentary about the Seven Spheres of Money program. It's amazing, it's awesome. DJ has a logical, practical, and objective approach to personal and business economics. This is what you need. If you are serious about having that generation of wealth that's beyond the hashtag, I encourage you to get involved so that you also can have the pom-pom lifestyle. And I want to say we would not be able to do this without the personal assistance of DJ. He has truly provided us um, financial help as well as uh, coaching so that we can um, thrive ourselves as an institution. DJ has always, since the day I met him many years ago when I first started educating his oldest son, who's now a sophomore in college, DJ has always provided uh, information, knowledge, and support to Nova Self Academy so that we can grow and expand and continue to do what we do. DJ has experience with uh, private investing. He has experience with working with small businesses, mid-sized, large businesses, um, startups as well. Um, really uh, passionate about money, passionate about generation uh, wealth, passionate about estate planning, willing to work with the community to see them uh, enhance their quality of life. He's done over thousands of educational workshops. Um, he's very um, passionate about seeing people having a chance to win at life and leaving something, a legacy behind for their family. I trust this guy because I've seen him in person. I've seen him work. I've seen the results and uh, watched him in action. So if it's about uh, money, um, it's about uh, growing your business. It's about having an impact on the community. Uh, DJ's your guy. How did you utilize that in reference to the things that you thought you may have missed out in terms of the childhood experiences? Because a lot of times people want their kids to have such amazing childhood, but then I come to find out I'm, I'm subscribing to a different mentality and philosophy. Now I say, hey, you want to have a childhood experience? Tell you what, master all the hard stuff early make a boatload of cash because you're only going to be a kid for about 20 years. Oh, that's you're going to be here for another 40 to 50. How about live a childhood life as an adult for the rest of your life? And Man, really that's deep. Time. That's deep, DJ. I'm, I'm going to tell you right here on the record right now, I'm stealing that analogy. <laughs> that's deep. I don't want anybody to come back and say, Tim, copy DJ. <laughs> I'm telling DJ right now to his face, I'm going to use that analogy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, that's deep because, um, man, that you you kind of struck a chord there. Like a lot of people don't look at it that way. Um, you know, if you master things earlier, you can live the best life that you want to. I mean, it's like I always tell people, and this is not, you know me, I don't like, to, I always tell people I don't show money, I grow money, right? That's my little saying, you know, because I don't, I just grew up in a, from a certain mentality that you don't really, show your money or brag on people because a lot of people where I come from don't have it. So you don't want anyone to get that, you know, get that jealous eye. And, you know, typically the people that harm me the most are the ones closest to you. Right. But, you know, 
like you, you know, I can take a vacation for a week and go somewhere and relax and sit on a beach on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, not because I'm this, you know, uber rich guy, but because I made the right decisions financially to where I can take those kind of breaks and I can do that. Or, or if I need to work from there, I can, which I never do, but it's just putting yourself in a position where I busted my tail so long and so hard that I'm able to sit back and relax. Like I retired from real estate this year. You know, I always told people I want to retire before I was 40 and I literally retired from real estate and took some time off. Like, you know, like I was really retired and just didn't do anything but get on my family's nerves, you know? And uh, and now I'm back in the, in the business, if you will, of doing more consulting, but I'm in a position where, if, you know, if I don't get a client, I'm, I'm okay because I, I structurally put myself in a situation to where I didn't, I, I could retire. If that makes any sense, right? And so now I'm shifting my mindset on what that looks like for the next 50 years versus for the next 25 years. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, kudos and congratulations that you actually were able to retire. And a lot of times tell people think when you say retirement, you think about 75, 67, yeah. sitting back and, and dying five years later and eating bonbons and watching television. My definition of retirement is making that passive income, getting consumer debt free. You and I are really on this consumer debt free. Yours is, you know, get the F, you know, debt free. Mine is get debt free. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just not how you slice. So if you're able to get that, then real retirement is actually you come into the fullness it's of your coming to that. It's coming to that, DJ. People, we we were lied to about retirement. You know, retirement, my mother you know, worked a bureaucratic job and, you know, my stepfather worked, uh, you know, in labor, if you will. And their idea of retirement was to work 30, 40 years, get a gold watch and go away and collect social security and a little pension, right? My generation isn't, we don't have that. Like I was reading something recently, it was either 2032 or 2036, where they're expecting for social security to just be ran out there's no oh, yeah right so <clears throat> if you're going basing your life on that concept of working for 30 years like you can't build wealth working right you just can't you know you can't build wealth doing labor you know what i'm saying you have to find a way to make your money work for you and a lot of people they get it but they don't really understand it like everyone, you can ask 10 people out of 10 people will tell you, yeah, I just got to make my money work for me. But then I say, okay, well, then what does that look like? And they don't have an answer, you know? And then they, they look at me or they look at you or they look at Nick as if what we're doing is so taboo, but it's not. It's just following a certain blueprint or sticking to a certain script while you have a job. I always tell people, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs will crap on jobs and I say, don't do that. One, because if you're a true entrepreneur, you're going to have to hire people eventually. So what are you going to crap on your own workers? But two, I made the bulk of my money and was able to get to the position I was in because I was at a job and my coworkers supported me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can talk about that all day, DJ. I can, but we got to change the way we think about certain concepts, especially retirement. Because when I say I'm retired, people are like, what do you mean? Even my mother... What do you mean you retire? I'm like, I mean exactly what I mean, you know? You know, so that's, it's just inconceivable to someone like her who believed for her entire life that she had to be 65 to retire. 
Well, you know, Tim, it's, it's a different paradigm. That model, depending on how old your mom is, my mom is in her 70s. So, you know, it's a different model and access to information that we didn't have. And now we have in our generation uh, abundance of information right at our fingertips of a smartphone or a laptop or a tablet, right? Yes. So now, in essence, all retirement is is having reoccurring expenses being met by passive income and being yeah. debt-free and you retire from working. But you're not retired from living a life. At the end of the day, you're starting to come into your life. And that's really what I talked about. And, and the reason why, if you can be a kid in your adult life, you already know what you want. And most importantly, you know 100% who you are, what you right. do like and what you don't like. And so right. as a kid, you don't know these things. So now that you've tapped into that, how do we begin to put the pieces together? Because the one thing that we all talked about in the ATL at the Classic Climb Tour, we didn't have a conversation together, but everybody was talking about systems. Everybody was systems. talking about systems. You That's know? it. You know, a lot of people uh, want to be the juggler in the circus versus being the conductor at the circus, right? And a system allows you to conduct the circus. Life is a big circus, right? <laughs> you're either performing or you, you're watching the performance. Wait, wait, hold up. I just got one I'm going to steal from you. Everybody want to be the juggler versus the conductor. So I'm going to steal that one from you, Tim. Hey, it's yours, man. It's yours. We we trade bars today, right? We go to a circus, right? right? We all show up for the performance. Life is a circus, you know, and you show up for the performance. You're either performing, you're either controlling the people that are performing, or you're either patronizing the people that are performing, right? You're one of the three, or, or you're, you know, you're working at the performance, right? And a lot of times people want to juggle things and just kind of do things just sporadically. It's like, you'll find yourself getting burnt out when you're doing that. Eventually you're going to drop one of those, you know, bowling pins or balls. And you have too many plates in the air. You're spending too many right? things at the same time. Right. You're looking at stuff from a street view versus a satellite view, right? It's like, you, you got to put a system in place and just work the system. I mean, that's it. it it's not even rocket science, but... I think that for some people, it sounds so easy and it sounds so obvious that people won't do it because they want something so intricate. I'm, I'm, I'm consulting someone right now and she's probably one of the smartest people I've ever worked with. And I have to tell her during every session, you're making this too hard. Overthinking. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're making this too hard. Like, pull back and make it simple. Like the average person doesn't think, you're not your ideal customer, is what I tell her every session. You're not your ideal client because you're gonna overthink it and you're gonna dissect it differently than someone who's just trying to consume it, right? And so people have to understand that they have to put a system in place that's gonna work itself. And it doesn't matter which system, just choose a system. Just choose something that flows naturally with your personality and your type. And what you can do with and stick to it. Don't try to recreate it. But that's the biggest thing that people struggle with, DJ. And then oh, I, I agree. So Tim, let's uh take the average person who's watching this right now, and they've gotten the, the entrepreneurial bug, they still got a job, or they you know just have a dream of being free. How do you instruct them to actually put their self in the right pathway to be conducive to actually create success and tell a little bit of the backdrop of some of the challenges you had going through that process before you got free 
because a lot of times what I find on these mediums, people always tell the fluff stuff. They never tell the oh, absolutely. Stuff Bill's character. The absolutely. intestinal fortitude with the military teaches you about. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll keep it PG. And I know you said it earlier. My thing is getting out of debt, right? My tagline is, you know, get the bleep out of debt. But honestly, DJ, until I start getting out of debt, I wasn't free. Like I, I, I was paying six hundred and around thirty dollars a month for my car. The insurance was about hundred and fifty months. So that's about eight hundred bucks a month. Mm. Simple math. Ten G's uh, a year. Easy, right? Mm. And it was like the more money I made, it was like the more stuff I got into. And one day I was sitting at home going through my budget and I was trying to get my business started. And I was like, well, I don't want to take on more debt. You know, they don't give you business loans. That's what they don't teach you. You know, a bank will give you $300,000. loans up the wazoo. They'll give you $300,000 to buy a house. They'll give you two, as, as many student loans as you want. You can get consumer debt, credit card debt. But when it's time to start that business, man, they're going to, you're lucky if you can get a $5,000 credit card. And that's exactly what I got was a $5,000 credit card. And I said to myself, I need more money. Like, so what is it, what do we naturally do when we need more money? Well, let me go get an extra job. Well, let me go drive for, you know, the car sharing service, the ride sharing service. Well, let me go do the delivery service. And that's that worker's mentality, right? And I had to think deeper. I said, no, I can't continue to exchange dollars for hours. I got to find a way to find this money. It's there. And the money was in my budget. So mm -hmm. I began to look at all of the things I was spending my money on, Nick. I looked at all the things I was, I was paying out every month, DJ, and I was like, literally, I can just eliminate some of these things and make an extra 700 bucks a month. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't even like, like for instance, I was eating out every day. Now I'm in Texas. I know you're down here in Houston as well. I'm in Dallas. You know, the, the, the restaurant of choice is Whataburger, right? Whataburger. <laughs> so I'm not even, I'm not even going, I'm a Cuban Texas theme. I'm not even going to Papados every day. I'm going to Whataburger every day. Because I'm eating late, I'm working late. There's the Whataburger literally at my exit right by my house. It was super convenient. So in the morning, I would stop and get a Whataburger meal, right? I'm spending 10 bucks. Then I would go grab lunch during lunch. I'll spend another 15, 10 bucks. Then on the way home, I would grab another meal from Whataburger, another 10 bucks. I mean, that's, that's 30, 35 bucks. You multiply that times 30. I mean, you do the math, right? Let's just keep it solid. 30, 30 times three That's is 900. So all I had to do was right by that Whataburger was a thumb thumb. All I had to do was literally go grocery shopping and spend 250 maybe 300 if that. But let's just call it 250 And I've essentially sliced that budget in half. Now I have an additional 650 bucks a month just by not eating out having discipline to get up and to prep my meals and, you know, to cook the night before and take my lunch, right? It, it only took me an extra 30 minutes, right? Mm. So I said, well, man, if I can find 900 bucks or 800 bucks just like that, where else am I overspending? And I went through this whole, I, you know, I coined a phrase called increase by decrease, where I literally just went into my budget and began to increase my budget by decreasing my expenses. I, was, I had a house at the time. I was paying around... I think I was paying around 13, I'll call it $1,300 a month. I refinanced my loan down to about 900 bucks a month mm. and I rented the house out. So not only was I able to gain an extra 400 bucks, but then I rented it out. So 
they're paying, and then I charge them 13. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I actually gained an extra 800 bucks if you do the math right. Does that now make sense? Now the house became a real asset. Now it's an asset, right? And then so I just started doing stuff like that, DJ. And before I knew it, I had paid off all of my credit cards. And now I had this lump sum of income based on what I wasn't spending because that's literally what it was. It was another paycheck. And I just took that money and applied it towards my business. So let me ask you this, Tim. So budget, which I tell people, I said, you know what? You're going to be amazed. People will hop on with me and do a consultation like with you. And they say, hey, first thing, hey, how can I make 15, 20% return on my money right now? I say, how many credit cards you got? Mm -hmm. Oh, I got three, four. What's the, what's the, the, the balance? Oh, I owe about 10, 15. What's the interest rate? Oh, it's about 15 to 18%. I said, guess what? Apply and pay down that. And all of a sudden, you made yourself 15, 20% return on your money. What? Uh, uh, yep, it's just that simple. But it's, guess what? It's that simple, but that's not the way we've been taught. Purposely. And then <clears throat> when DJ or Tim or Nick has this conversation, they don't see us as these gurus. They see us as little DJ or little Timmy or little Nick, you know, the kid that was running around the hood. You know, it, it, it just take it takes for us to be validated by other people for people to realize, oh, they really know what they're talking about. You know, I always tease, you know, even my mom, you know, she's like, man, I didn't realize, you know, you know, she had some stuff come up and we I sat down with her and did a console with her. And she's like, I didn't realize that you knew all this stuff. I said, I've only been doing this for nearly two decades, mom. You know, it, <laughs> it, it took for you to see me on the news and to see me on all these outlets to think, oh, he's really doing this for real. But people don't see you as the professional that you are. And that's why it's so important to get outside of your circle and to get outside of those people that you've known your entire life because you can have the solution to every one of their problems, but they're never gonna receive it from you until they see other people receiving it from you. While those perfect strangers who don't know you from Adam, they're eating up everything that you're saying and applying it and it's changing their life. And now people are seeing, oh, he, he really does know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So so how much debt did you have at that time, Tim, when you directed your budget? And this is what I call the hidden little foxes. Because when you have professional income, you can go to Whataburger, drop $10 in the morning, 15 in the afternoon, 15 in the evening. And it really don't matter that day. But then Doesn't when you look matter. back, be like, whoa, man. I done dropped $900, but it's not painful at per transaction. But when you add it up at the end, damn, that's a lot of money. So when you brought that budget into view and sat down and looked at that, how much was it ballpark and how long did it take for you to get it totally out of debt? Because a lot of people want to get out of debt faster than they got in it. Again, it took quick, me, quick. it was about $190,000 if I include my house, hmm. right? Uh, consumer debt was probably around, I'll call it 40. Okay. And then the rest was house. This is where the market, you know, you can get a house in Texas for, you know, 150, 140 grand. It was a nice house. Can't do that anymore. And what I did was within a year and a half, I got rid of everything but the house hmm. because I was expediting payments. I was moving I, I started to like uh, do balance transfers. So what I would do is I would get a card yep. that had a zero percent. Well, month, zero rate. interest. 15, I had one that gave me an 18 month introductory rate. Mm. So I rolled a lot of stuff over to that. And then I paid it off 
really fast because I had this, this, this lump sum every month that I was bringing in. And so I had someone covering my mortgage. So everything else, plus what I had already been spending mentally, I just started applying it towards my debt. And so I had everything paid off within about a year and a half. Mm. And then after that, the market turned and I ended up selling that house and making a decent, a really good profit off on it. So like within three years, I knocked off $190,000 and then, you know, took some of that money along with some money that my wife had, she was my fiance at the time. And then we started flipping houses together. And so it took for me to get out of the debt to actually be in a position to start building wealth. Like I could never build wealth with debt. They don't co. Some people will argue that they can coexist and they can. I don't, I'm not totally against debt. Like there's good debt. Let's not get it twisted. But I always tell people, stop looking for the good debt until you get rid of the bad debt. Mm. Good debt and bad debt, they can't coexist at all. Can't serve two masters. You can't serve, you can't serve two masters. So once I get a little cushion, then I use, I can still use that same credit card. If me and my wife find a property that we want to flip, we can pull off 30 grand from a credit card, 0% interest for 15 months, apply that to all the renovations, and then pay that back within a six-month period of time with no interest. And then also have a house that's renting at 100%. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. But it took for me to get out of all the bad debt to be able to do that, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Because yeah. you're sleeping, you're sleeping better at night because you're not worrying about that consumable yeah. debt. I can pay that, I can pay that 30 grand off in six months or five or six months, or I can just use my own money, you know, and just knock it out. But a lot of times we have the money in reserve, which is like, oh, let's hold on to this and let's just use their money. I mean, it's interest-free. And then if we need to pay it off in a rush, we just knock it off. If not, hey, we get what we got, you know? So now we, we have the best of both worlds. We have our own money and we use someone else's money with no interest and we were able to accomplish what we need to accomplish. We'll be right back with the DJ TMC Financial Expert Series after this message. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, this is DJ The Money Coach coming at you. Guess what? One year ago, we came on Erica Williams' Classy Climb and over 80 people in less than 72 hours invested in our Family Finance 101 course. And over the past 12 months, thousands of people have come through a variety of exclusive programs on the Erica Williams platform. And you know what we wanna do? We wanna thank you and reward you for actually participating in the programs to get yourself consumer debt free, increase your credit score to 800, invest in business, real estate, and leverage the tax laws. And the only way to do that is give you a live webinar. That's right the Weatherproof Yourself to Wealth webinar that will prevent the winter from coming in your house. On addition to that, I'm gonna give you my brand new book that's launching next week. In addition to that, we're gonna give you a free ticket to the lucky winner to the actual conference. In addition to that bonus, I'm gonna give you a complimentary consultation with DJ The Money Coach, Melvin Hobson, our registered investment advisor, and James Lane, our CPA, who's done over billions of dollars of certified audit-proof tax returns and help people pay zero taxes on dividend distributions and $80,000 or less profits. Would you like to take advantage of that? Absolutely. And guess what? You'll get over $10,000 worth of services and products for less than $200. That's right. But that's for the first 25 people to hit this link right now and you can come join us live in the webinar and enjoy a pom-pom lifestyle with DJ The Money Coach. I'll see you soon in the webinar. Hit that link below. People challenge me and you know what winners do? We accept the challenge. I've been known as DJ The Money Coach for like 12 years, but I never 
branded it or anything. So I said, you know what? We're going to start DJ The Money Coach LLC. So let me show you. We invested $12,500 in April, and we only made three grand in June. Lost almost 10 Gs. Most of y'all would have quit. But guess what? This was my 12th company. I already had the blueprint. I already had the system. So I knew if I had the niche, aha, the niche, I could succeed. And guess what? We rolled to the hole. These are facts. Nick, did we do it? I had a new team put on, and they've never been down that road because they've been watching YouTube and Facebook and IG. As soon as we didn't score in June, in July, they got off the boat. Nick was the wise one. Yeah, so you now have increased your financial intelligence. You got your emotional quotient higher, and now you're being the arbiter, yeah. which is what a lot of people were not taught that in school. And the reason why we're not taught that because if you figure that out, guess what? The elite couldn't be the elite. They would be just like you and me. Yeah. yeah. You, you, know what, you know what I'm saying? So that's the indoctrination that they keep you in. So it's protectionism, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And you know what, DJ, sadly... People know this, but it's like their fears won't allow them to act on it because it takes a certain amount of guts to, to bet on yourself. It's easy for me to, to just kind of concede to the way everyone else is doing it because I don't want to stand out. And if something goes bad, I, I want to have this safety net. But, you know, again, I'm a baseball guy. I know you got to strike out a few times before you hit that home run. And I'm willing to step up to the plate and, 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 and strike out. I'm willing to step up. I might walk. I might get hit by a pitch. But I'm willing to stand in that batter's box and go to war because I believe in my ability. That makes any sense, right? And a lot of people, they, they don't believe in themselves or they need to see someone like you doing it in order for them to do it. That's why I tell people, don't give up. There's somebody watching you right now. There's a person sitting up right now like, man, no one's listening to what I'm saying. I just can't get over this hump. I feel like I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, there's somebody in the cut watching them like, man, they're giving me so much motivation. You never know who's watching you, right? <clears throat> it seems like, and I'll, I'll show this. Like, I, I um, let me cover up this guy's name. I don't want to just put him out there, but I, I mentor people in prison. And you'd be surprised how hungry the people in prison are to get free. They just want to oh. be free. And they're writing letters and they're doing everything I'm telling them to do. Like, hey, so when you get out, you'll be set up to have a better life. And then I got people who are walking around here free as a bird, and, but they're, they're, they're imprisoned mentally mm. because... They don't know what the success feels like or looks like. A lot of people just haven't won enough. And when you surround yourselves, and this is going to sound arrogant to some, but to others, they're going to get it. If you surround yourself with losers, you're going to lose. If you surround yourself with people who haven't achieved anything, and I'm not talking about catastrophic success. I'm talking about who hasn't achieved just little basic things. They're not going to understand what growth looks like and what winning looks like on any level, they'd rather just kind of play it safe. That's who you're going to be. You get around one winner, you get around one person that's winning, it'll change your whole life. Because oh. you, that's why, who was with me in Atlanta? Your son. I, my son was with me in Atlanta. Right? He's the only 11-year-old there. 
Yep. I was going to segue into that because of what you just talked about, but go ahead. I'm going I'm to chime into that right now after you finish up, though. So, so how do you think his life is going to be different when he walks into a room full of people who are there to speak and to teach different concepts, and he's getting this at 11? He may not understand it at 11, but the, the seed but is it's, being planted. It's in, it's in the head. And it's normalized. You got to normalize winning. And too often, especially in the Black community, uh, you know, I don't beat up on my people because I, I like to uplift my people. So often the image of losing has been the image that has been, you know, slapped on us for so long that we don't know what it looks like. And if we do, it's something that's so far out of reach or is so unrealistic that we spend our time chasing a dream versus focusing on something that's literally right in front of us that we could take and it'll change our lives if we just did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things you, you said that chimed in, it was the segue. So that winning mentality. And also you talked about how people just continue to lose. You know, I'm just basically summarizing yeah. them. So here's the thing. I have a couple of concepts I'm going to throw at you. So one is the pachyderm concept. Okay. So the pachyderm is a baby elephant, right? So how do you keep a, a baby elephant in control when they're young? They physically yeah. can't. They take this big fight. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe like 10, 15, 20 pounds, and they put a tether on their ankle and they drill it into the ground. And physically, that pachyderm cannot break away from it. Yeah. So as they continue to grow and become a bull elephant, they mentally still think that they can't break that spike, but they can. So they're trapped mentally, which is what you're talking about. Now, now you you flip that script and you take your, your son, Will, and you bring him around winners with the mindset to put him in an environment that's conducive for long-term success. And now he's comfortable by being around winners because that's all he sees. Because God is not giving us any more talent when we come out the womb. What you develop is mindset and skills and experience, but the talent is 100% the day you come on this earth. So now you have these other three concepts. I'm running by and get your opinion on this. So one I call the Steph concept. And I shared this with you and your son when you're there. I say all the Steph Curry concept is that you have amazing talent. Your dad, Tim Jackson, is built real success, stand power, and he's put you in an environment of other winners who are adults, and he's letting you absorb it. You may not get it all right now, but it's in your brain, and it can't go nowhere, and then you're going to start using it when you get more mature. So it's going to be comfortable, okay? So now you have seen your dad throw up a million shots, seeing how he does it, see how he works the, the, the patterns and the flow of the offense, and you just naturally do it. But you think that that was just something that you were gifted with it, but you put them in that environment. So now you become the number one three-point shooter in the history of the game because you're comfortable, you develop the skill set, and you expect to win. So that's the Steph Curry model, okay? That's what you basically afford in your son and your children. Now you have this other model, which we typically see in our community, Tim. I call it the Cam Newton model. Now, I don't care what anybody got to say. You can take this negative if you want to, but I really don't care because I'm free. This is when you say, you know, F this. So this is the F you part, okay? What is the Cam Newton and the LeBron James model? They are super freaks among professional athletes. They have never had to really work on another skill because they was always bigger, faster, and stronger at every level. Yeah. So why I reference this to Cam Newton? Because Cam Newton was MVP. Cam Newton was rookie of the year. Cam Newton won the Heisman. He won national championship at Auburn. And he won national championship at Blinn Junior College. And he never had to learn how to become a precision passer. He didn't have to develop his footwork that well because he's 6'5", 260, and he can run over the defensive end. He yeah. can run over the linebacker, and he's faster than most corners. 
But after taking a bunch of beating and everything, he now has lost the superpowers. And now it's the mental powers and the skills of the experience of touch passes and reading, you know, zone defenses, cover two, cover three. He can't do that anymore. So now he is a out of date super athlete that didn't get the soft skills. And if all he did was practice in the offseason and refine those little bitty skills, there's no way at 32 he would go from 2015, the MVP, to 2021 without a job. That's the Cam Newton model, okay? Here's the third model, the best one of them all. It's the MJ Michael Jordan model. What do I mean by that, Tim? I mean that you expect when you see Michael Jordan, he's going to be Michael Jordan 24-7, 365. And you don't matter what happened in his personal life, when you spend your 1500 to see him in them front row seats, you expect Michael Jordan to hit that last shot. You expect him to have that fly suit on and be Michael Jordan all the time. Even when you know the game is on the line and everybody knows he getting the rock, he scores. You, you, you feel me? So no, now. When it matters, when it matters, you know, you know who to give it to. That, I mean, that Michael Jordan hasn't played in two decades. In over two decades, right? Two de 2001, 2002? Yep, 2003. And 2003. And that question still is floating around today. Who would you rather have take the last shot? Like, think about that. It's been two decades, and they're still comparing him to the best shooters in the game right now. Exactly. That's exactly. crazy. Exactly. So now you take the Steph Curry model, put your children from zero to 12 in that model. If you are Cam Newton or LeBron James, work on your soft skills, refine your craft, and develop it into a master skill set, i.e. Jordan. And when you are the superstar like you are, Tim, and when I see you, always be Tim Jackson on the stage so that I may not see you but one time and I can only afford to pay see you one time, I get Tim Jackson on his A game and I go back inspired and go work on me becoming the best DJ I can become. So with that transition, Tell us about the book, you know, Real Dope, how the dope game compares to the real estate game. Absolutely, so, absolutely. I got it behind me right here. Absolutely. Me, Drop that for us. So I got it behind me right here. It's, it's called Real Dope, an in-depth comparison between real estate and the dope game. And so I wrote the book, honestly. I tell people this, and I, I mean it. Like People don't believe me when I say this, but I wrote the book for my friends. I wrote the book for... You know, when I came back from the military and I got into real estate while I was working in corporate, people would always ask me, oh, so you're doing that real estate thing. What is that? What is, I, I used to have to ask that question all the time. And it just kind of got old, really. I got tired of answering the question. Um, but then I also understood that if I could do it, my friends could do it too. And a lot of people that I knew, they were involved in selling drugs. You know, it just wasn't what it was. That was the reality. That was the family business, right? And so I wrote the book because I figured if I can save one person from going to prison or getting killed, then I've done my job. And so I literally sat down over a weekend and just wrote out everything that I do, told a story along with it of how I got into real estate, even talking about my friend's mother up until, you know, just different concepts of getting into real estate, selling real estate. And I wrote it at a fifth grade level. You know, I was, uh, um, I wanted boys, particularly young black boys, to read it because we typically don't read a lot past the fifth grade. I mean, those are the stats. It's not just a timism, right? And so I was doing a lot of mentoring in elementary schools at that fifth grade level. I was doing some student teaching 
And uh, I just wanted them to be able to read it. So I wrote the book to, to keep people out of prison. And I, I've actually done that. You know, in fact, the guy who wrote me, who I'm mentoring now, one of the guys, someone in prison uh, gave him the book. And so uh, he read it and just on the back of it, my information's on it, he wrote me a letter. Mm. And so we, I began to mentor him from that. But, you know, the goal, the goal is this, you know, if you can sell drugs, you can sell houses. You can do anything because it's a system. It's logistics. Drug sales are logistics. That's mm. all it is. You know, you, you find the product, you distribute the product, you, you, you know, you get a product, you break it down, you sell it, you get more money, you buy more product, you get into the distribution side. Like that's business. You know, that's a delivery company. That's a real estate company. That's an insurance company. That's an investment company. You're just applying your mind towards something illegal. And my thing is, I, you can live like a celebrity, but not have the occupational hazards as a drug dealer. Only you two outcomes on that, baby. Jail and death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and when I sat down, I don't want to ruin the book, but I sat down with a friend and after we added up all of his occupational hazards and how much money he, you know, how much work he did and based on the hours he worked, he only made like eight bucks an hour. Mm. You know, you know, we had to break, I had to break it down to him and say, man, you only made, you might as well go get a, a job. At McDonald's you, or Whataburger. Yeah. I said, you, you would be better off coming down to work with me, you know, at a call center because at least you would get benefits and you would get, you know, double the pay. <laughs> you know but that ain't, that ain't sexy and cool though. It's not, and and you know, and and so so I wrote the book, and and I would like to think I'm not gonna say I like to think I know for a fact that it's definitely changed some lives because I've seen the lives that it's changed. Not only the life of myself, but a lot of people that I know who um, read the book and who have personally told me that after I read your book, you know, I I did away with that lifestyle because I understood the long term effects that it not only has on me but that it has on my family. Man, I mean. I, I believe you sold out the books when we were at the tour, man. They people yeah. were coming up and, and buying every book you had. So when did you come out with the book, and where can we get the book so that we can put that in the link as well, so we can sell a thousand of them? Absolutely. So I launched my book in 2016. I just hit my five year anniversary. Um, if you go to my website, which is www.realdopetim.com. Um, my podcast is there as well as the book and you can purchase the book there. Um, another thing about this book, DJ, is I don't make a dime on it. 100% of the money that I make goes to our nonprofit, Real Youth Mentoring. Oh, so man. Real Youth Mentoring is a spinoff of Real Dope, right? We teach young boys how to become entrepreneurs, leaders, productive members within their community. And we fund the mentoring program through donors, but through this book. So that's why I had William selling the book, you know, mm. at, the, at the conference. So when we went to D.C., I sold out as well. All that money goes back to real youth mentoring. So, you know, we're able to do things like when schools, when kids are graduating high school, we can give them money, you know, if they're going off to trade school or college. Or, you know, recently um, here in Texas, we had parents who got impacted by the ice storm, right? Oh, yeah, so back in February. People say, hey, are you guys good? Do you need any money? or you got to get up in the hotel. I had a person that just came from Louisiana um, because of the hurricane. We can right, see recently. people like that recently. That's last week. Last week, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, we can do little things like that, you know, because of the book, you know? I don't have to go reach in my pocket all the time. I have a what I like to call my ministry, 
that is going to help take care of situations when they come about. And not only is it able to help people on the back end, but on the front end, if you're purchasing, you're getting a benefit as well because you're learning about real estate in a fun way. I tell a really funny story and a fun story, and it's just a quick, good read. We'll be right back with the DJ TMC Financial Expert Series after this message. Stay tuned. As a black woman founder of a global tech startup, I personally recommend DJ The Money Coach because he met me where I was. He gave me a chance to show them, to show them what I could do. You can trust DJ because he has an incredible, ever-expanding network, an impressive background in finances, and the expertise in navigating how to raise capital. Take advantage of the Seven Spheres Money Management System, and I guarantee you an unmatched, life-changing experience. Or as DJ would say, you can start living your pom-pom lifestyle. Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to my guy, DJ. Met him at a real estate networking event uh, in Houston, Texas. From there, we kind of just uh, saw where the synergy was, and he's been helping me along uh, to pitch and to meet new people, uh, to talk about current investment that I have in a 200-unit development deal uh, that me and my team are working on, as well as future endeavors. Uh, he's mentored me from the business standpoint, real estate, accounting, taxes, anything you can think of this guy you know rubs his hands or or knows somebody or, or knows of it or has done it before so just a wealth of knowledge uh has introduced me to some of the strongest connections that i've made to date in the real estate world and just wanted to say thank you man i appreciate you brother i'm making this video in reference to working with dj the money coach working with him to help my business grow in this 20 2021 year uh, get some things together in reference to uh tax planning with his CPA, business coaching, and a financial strategy, doing a one, uh, three, and five-year plan in this 2021, helping me and my business reach higher heights. I want to give a shout out to DJ The Money Coach and his team for giving me an opportunity for financial freedom, but more importantly, sovereignty. You want sovereignty? Join the money team. Stop wishing better, start doing better, and move forward with somebody that has not only the knowledge, the skills, the talent, and the team to help you go where you want to go. Um, I'll, I'll get more than my money's worth. If I can spend a few grand, several grand on a piece of luggage, I could spend a little bit to get a lot of it in the long run. So. If you're thinking about doing better, stop thinking, start doing, and definitely get down with the pom-pom lifestyle. Give, give us a, a, a quick uh, snippet from the book, and then let's talk about real, which is your vocation, which is the reason why you've been put on this planet, even though you, it, I'm sure you know it, but you probably didn't know it initially. Okay, I can do that for you. So one of my, um, one of my books, one of my chapters is called How to Score. Right. Okay. So you think about scoring drugs and essentially this entire chapter teaches you how to find and properties or how to go about getting into real estate, into real estate transactions, how to locate the properties, how to locate just what to look for in the process of finding a property. Right. And the next chapter is called weigh it, cook it and sell it. Well, once you score it, you want to break everything down to make sure that you have a good product 
And that way, when you get ready to flip it, whether it's selling it or renting it out or holding on to it, you have something that's worth buying. A lot of times people get in over their head in real estate investments because they spend all the money they have on this one piece of property and they'll go broke, right? And so I talk about, you know, why you shouldn't do that and how you should find properties. And the second part of your question was what again? Yeah, um, yeah, what I said, I said, I want you to give us a little snippet in the book. Yeah. And then we wanted to talk about, uh, if you didn't realize this is your vocation and talk about real, which is why you were put here. Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, that is my purpose. You know, I, I, I have... I'm a tattoo guy. I've got a tattooed on me to remind me every day that this is my purpose. You know, when you go through life not living your purpose, you find yourself miserable. And for a long time, DJ, I worked in corporate. I made good money in corporate. <laughs> I made some good money. I was a traveling trainer uh, at one point in my career. So I traveled all across the United States, met so many really cool people, visit so many good places, but I just was never happy. Mm. More importantly, DJ, I was never content. And, you know, happiness is a circumstance. Contentment is forever. You know what I'm saying? And I just found myself, no matter how many raises I got, no matter how many bonuses I got, no matter what was going on, no matter how my bank account, I just wasn't content. And so real became my purpose. You know, everything I do, real youth mentoring, real dope, you know, real dope Tim, you know, it's like, it's just being honest and being straightforward with people, you know? Uh, REAL, the acronym for the mentor group stands for Resurrecting Economics and Leadership, right? So we have to bring that back to our communities, right? We want, most problems that you have can be solved economically, okay? Mm. Somebody says money, you know, money doesn't bring you happiness. Yeah, but I, I don't want to be sad and broke, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> You know, most of our problems is economic. It's rooted in economics. It's either decisions that we made that were bad or decisions that, was, that were made on us that were bad, right? But when you get down to the economic root cause of most of your problems, or, or when you get down to, to the bottom of your problems, they tend to be rooted in economics. So for me, resurrecting economics and leadership, once you obtain the, the knowledge economically to apply it, then you can lead others and show them how to do it as well. And so I'm not trying to, I tell people, and I say this with an open heart, I'm not trying to save the masses. I'm not trying to get everyone to hop on board. <clears throat> I'm trying to connect with two or three people that can connect with two or three people that can connect with two or three people. And eventually people will catch on because they'll see our works and they won't see our, our talk, right? You know, when a person sees like, man, these guys are really doing some great things in the community. For instance, we had a, um, you know, an expunge, expungement fair here in Dallas where the county of Dallas, the city of Dallas, the county clerk, um, they came together to put on a fair to help people get their records expunged. Mm. Uh, Tim Jackson Realty was the only company in Dallas-Fort Worth for the inaugural expungement fair to sponsor it, meaning that we paid for people to get their records expunged. Man, I mean, that's, 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 that's life-changing right there. To right? Get your record cleaned up and get a new chance in life. And people don't realize what that does. Like you can't rent certain properties. You can't get a bank account or something. There's so many things that you just can't do if you have a felony on your Man, Tim, You know what? Here's where we play the victim game because people are, oh man, the wealthy people get away with everything. You know, the reality is they get their records expunged all the time. 
And they, they filed bankruptcy. Yep, filed bankruptcy. They get documents sealed. And you never yeah. know about it, but the access to that information is the power in of itself. So the fact that you're doing that, man, I take my hat off to you because we're young in terms of when we make stupid mistakes. And a lot of times people in jail have made stupid mistakes because they had no guy. And it's simple stuff and they locked up for the rest of their life. But stupid the rest stuff, of their life or they took a plea because they got threatened with life. So they took a lesser plea, but it's still a felony. And what in many cases, after you've served your time, you can get that stuff expunged. Right. And a lot of people don't know that depending on the type of crime. So we were able to change lives, DJ. Like, like that's what real is about. It's putting people in situations economically. Now, you know, so many people out there who took advantage of what we were doing, now they can apply for a job and not feel like, oh man, are they gonna find out about this? Cause it's not there anymore. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't even have to disclose it anymore Yep. based on the information that your attorney gives you. I'm not an attorney, so talk to your attorney. But depending on what it is you do, you don't even have to disclose it anymore because you've served your debt to society. And if they run a background check, it's not going to show up, mm. right? But that's that's economic. We pay for that because you see when a person is in a situation like that, they're not making enough money to pay a lawyer to get that done. The filing fee itself is 300 bucks. To, to a person like me or you, that may not be nothing. But $300 is, is half of some people's checks Yeah. every two weeks, right? So... That's the kind of stuff we do. And I want people to look and say, man, they're able to do that kind of stuff. What, is, what else do they got going over there? Well, come on over here. Let's have a conversation because you can do it too. You just don't know that you can do it because you haven't been around somebody's doing it. And I don't brag. This whole social media, you know, this stuff is new to me. Like I've right. always used social media to joke around and laugh. I've never really used it for this kind of stuff because I'm really private when it comes to a lot of stuff. But I'm learning that. If you really want to change, you got to get out of your own way and you, you're going to have to expose yourself to, to a lot of different things because while you're trying to hide yourself from one group of people, you're really hiding yourself from another group of people that need you. Yep, yep. Man, I know, uh, one, again, I want to appreciate you coming on the platform. And I think we got to do a follow-up to this, Tim, because we don't have enough time in the day to tell the full story. So here's what I like to do is, is uh, wrap this up in the next five, seven minutes. So I want to do... Uh, a, a, a parallel to what you just said, because I have a mindset that we go through three phases in life. We struggle, we become successful, then we become significant. You're on the significant lane of your life. And, and, I, and I hats off for you to be young at 40 years of age and, and achieving it. And so if people don't understand what I'm talking about is that the struggle is real. You can become from a blue collar you know, existence, you can come from a, a middle-class existence, but you're gonna go through some form of struggle before you start to figure out who you are, and what kind of money you need to make to live the American dream, which is a middle-class lifestyle. I don't care what you got to say. Every economy across the world grows from a middle-class platform, period. Look at China right now, 400 million people middle-class. They are pouring money and stimulating the economy where it's superseding everybody else, okay? Absolutely. We already been through that since the World War II, okay? So once you get to success, this is what you talked about when you were in corporate America, Tim. You actually got to a platform, you made X amount of dollars that gave you solid middle-class existence in America, but you weren't content and you weren't happy because it wasn't your dream. So that usually takes about three to five years on a professional track in a system. And then once you achieve that, you start to look back and say, who can I pull up? Who can I pull up other than myself and my family that's where the pathway to significance and that's the vocation. So you, what you've done in real and real dope is that you are on the significant part of your life where you're blessing, like you said, 
You're only looking for two to three people that if you multiply that exponentially, you can change generations of a thousand, a hundred thousand, a million people over the next 40 years. Yeah. And we don't get to, and especially as a black man. So I think that was the reason why we were attracted to each other. Because again, we didn't have no conversation about this stuff, but the no. same stuff you doing. We all said the same thing, huh? Yep. Same yeah. exact thing. So here's what I want to do. Give us five things that if you're starting from where you and I were, I was $60,000 in consumable debt back in 2000, 525 credit store. I didn't blame anybody. Like you said, I had to go to the library because there was no Google. There was no, you know, uh, Snapchat. There was no Instagram. There was no this. There was no Zoom. We had to do it the hard way, right? So give us five things. If you start from the bottom, five things that you should do that are principles that in the next two to three years, you can work your way up and have yourself a life that you deserve and you can set the tone for your generation behind you. What will be five things that you can give us from the real dope and the real you know, foundational program that you have right now? That's easy. That's easy. You're giving me, you, you let me off easy tonight, DJ. I appreciate it, man. You let me off easy. Hey, man, I'm trying to throw some alley-oops, baby. <laughs> you throw me an alley-oop right now. No, no, I'm starting you on third ball. base. I appreciate it. I'm starting you on third base with no out. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, hey, I like that. With the new rules, right? Let me put you on second base. Right, right. right. The, over, the, the extra inner rules. Everybody get on second base with, with no outs. So, so first thing, yeah. first things first, you got to acknowledge and admit, you know, where you are, where you mm. are. You know, a lot of people won't get past number one. If you can't acknowledge or admit where you're failing, you're never going to be able to get to where you need to be to succeed. So just acknowledge and admit that you just haven't been doing it right and that there is another way. And that's OK. Right. Mm. Like, Don't go through this feeling like you know, you got to be upset or angry or mad at somebody, like just acknowledge it is what it is and just, okay, what do I need to do next? Second, you just need to create a plan. Mm. Like, okay, I know that it's not right. Let me create a plan or let me get with somebody who has a plan that's already working um, for me to begin to implement my life. Third, you need to commit to a system. You've gotten that plan, commit to that system, commit to that plan, commit to actually changing it, right? It's one thing to acknowledge, it's nothing to sit down and write it out, but a lot of people just don't execute, right? You spend all your time thinking about what needs to be, be done right. You know, shoot first, aim second. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get started. Commit to a plan, commit to that system. Fourth thing I would say is execute, execute, execute. I don't care how it looks, I don't care how stupid you feel, I don't care how scared you are do it just do it don't don't question it don't ask too many people for their advice just do it just get it out of the way because what happens is we learn more from our failures than we do our successes i've made more money off of my failures than i've ever made off my successes you want to know why because when i fail i know what not to do mm. and then i take that what not to do and implement it into my life does that make sense and then lastly, after you figured it all out, after you see that this machine is working the way it's designed because you stuck to your system, you created your plan, you acknowledge, you committed to everything, teach other people how to do it too. Don't keep that information to yourself. Even if it's just one person, like you might say, well, the people around me aren't listening. Okay, well then get on Eventbrite or find a Facebook group of people that you don't know 
and start showing up to those things and introducing yourself and telling people what you do, somebody's going to work with you because one, you're not familiar and people like the unfamiliar. Don't nobody want to, you know, it just what that's why our friends and family don't support us as much as perfect strangers do. A perfect stranger doesn't know you as the kid that got into right. the They got no history. You come to them a clean slate. They don't have an image of you. And even if, let's say, you have a checkered past where you made some mistakes in the past, that perfect stranger is not going to care about that. They're going to care about how you treat them moving forward, right? You see what I'm saying? So now you get around somebody, you teach them, like mentor. Like, you know, I pride myself on being a mentor and, and, you know, people being able to call me. A friend of mine called me, was like, hey, I need to talk to you about something, man. He's older than me. You know, but he respects me enough to know that he can call me and get the advice. And it's not going to be something that's going to, you know, be off the wall. Right. And then and during that conversation, he's like, man, you taught me so much about credit over the years, about housing, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, you know, and it was just it was just a, a really good conversation where I had to sit back and say, man, I, I am making an impact. You want to know why? Because I didn't keep this stuff to myself. You know, I was able to spread it out and give it to people and it's like yeah i may not i may not make any money on the front end by giving it away but people are loyal to the to what they learn mm -hmm. if i teach dj something i don't care how dj feels about me he's always got to acknowledge that he learned that from me on the flip side of that if dj really really learned something from me he's going to tell everybody he knows hey man this guy's the truth you need to go talk to this guy and then you're going to build your business off of that you see what i'm saying so acknowledge and admit, create a plan, commit to a system, execute the system, and then teach others. Mm, man, dude, that, that is awesome. That is awesome. So we, what, we, what we generally do when we wrap up on the show, Tim, is uh, we bring uh, Nick in, and uh, Nick gives a summarization of what he learned, uh, because what sure. I found out, and we talked about this, Tim, is that as a teacher, we usually learn more than the students because we're plugged and locked in. Hey, Nick, you there, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right so Nick, why don't you right chime in, in and give us your summary of what you learned with this amazing interview with Mr. Tim Jackson of, you know, real dope and the real foundation of helping young men become men, man. Summarize it for us, and then we're going to take this thing home. Sure, sure, of course. You know, just like many, many of our other financial expert interviews, there's a lot of parallels between, you know, the, the gems that our experts bring in the and the gyms that you teach, DJ. So, uh, you know, of course, you always promote the pom-pom lifestyle. And the first thing that I got from, from Tim's backstory is, you know, not the emphasis on the money itself, but the freedom that comes with having plenty of money and peace of mind. And then uh, the next thing, you know, just like we talked about in Atlanta, the importance of systems. And, and using systems to run your business and ultimately, you know, run your life as well. You know, um, that, that bar that you dropped about being the conductor rather than the juggler, you know, <laughs> that, that one's definitely going to stick. And then, uh, and then at that last mic dropper that, that, you know, really blew my mind was, was, um, you know, Tim, your perspective on, on retirement and how, how we should think about retirement rather than how it's traditionally taught to us. Oh man, that is, that is some awesome stuff. So Tim, uh, tell us uh, where we can get you. Uh, Absolutely. Your, your, your platforms, 
how we can get the book again. Nick's going to drop it in the link for everything that we can promote for you. And what I'm going to do, because uh, there's such a parallel, man, the first 10 people are interested in the book. I'm going to buy the book and give it to them as a present from me to support the real foundation. Absolutely. So I, I just updated my name. Uh, you'll see it says at Tim Jackson. Now I'm on all social media outlets at Tim Jackson. Now I'm going to give you a disclaimer. I'm not a really, <laughs> I, I'm me on social media. Okay. So don't come looking for some corporate figurehead. I'm going to be talking about credit and building wealth and stuff in one minute. And I'll be cutting up the next minute. That's just who I am, but you're going to have a great time. Also, my website is uh, www.realdopetim, so R-E-A-L-D-O-P-E-T-I-M.com. Um, you'll find my, my podcast there. You'll find the book there. Um, you can purchase it there. And that's how you can find me. Uh, I'm there. Everything, everything you need to do. I'm on Instagram probably more so than anywhere. So at Tim Jackson now, uh, my link tree is there. I'll be speaking in Dallas on the, the 17th, um, you know, teaching people how to, you know, build wealth. So it's in my link tree there. Uh, I know some people watch this after that. I'll be speaking other places too. So just let's get connected and don't be shy to reach out to me. You know, uh, I always respond. I do my best to make sure I, I give a response to everyone. Now don't be all of my inbox trying to give us free information. You know, I, I have this, this word I say, I'll give you, I'll answer a couple of questions, but then my favorite phrase is, this is where the conversation becomes a consultation. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I, I have a lot of good experience, but I can't give it away to, to everybody. So no, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, well said. I mean, pay the professionals what the professionals add value to your life. Because free ain't free, man, at the end of the day. Oh, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with sharing a little bit of information, but if you really want to get down and, and get your life on the right pathway, you got to invest. If you invest in college, you invest in high school, you invest in trade schools, certifications. You got to invest in the real professionals. And that's what we do here at the Financial Expert Series with DJ The Money Coach. So, again, uh, Tim, man, we want to thank you for coming on to our show, man. And it's been a blessing to meet you. I look forward to doing a lot of other things with you because there's a lot of synergies. And I really look forward to supporting the real foundation, which is what our vocation is. Because we got to save these young black males and help them become real men so that they can see examples that they don't have to be, you know, this stereotypical negative version of themselves, which is only 2% true in our culture. That's the sad thing about it, but it's 100% on all these fake platforms. So that's my PSA. So, hey, this is DJ, the money coach. You've been watching the Financial Expert Series, and we are uh, uh, praised and honored to have the amazing real Tim Jackson now on the platform. And hey, we wish you a pom-pom lifestyle. That's plenty of money and peace of mind. And come join us on the beaches of the World Club. And if your beach is not a water and sand, your beach is where freedom and peace of mind is. I'm DJ The Money Coach on behalf of my guest, Tim Jackson, and the manager, Nick Westbrooks. we see you next time on Financial Expert Series with DJ The Money Coach. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm DJ The Money Coach. Don't touch that dial. You want to become financially independent? You want to have consumer debt freedom? You want to have passive income, learn how to build a business, acquire real estate, and achieve the lifestyle you deserve in 2021? Well, hit that link below right now. We've worked with over 20,000 people in the past two decades, helping them become consumer debt free, increase their credit scores by 30 to 60 points in 30 days or less, and help them acquire businesses through real estate, taxes, 
and a network of experts just like me. So you'll get a complete three hour, 18 module course called Family Finance 101 that'll teach you A to Z how to become consumer debt free, credit worthy, and it puts you in position to become a certified entrepreneur. We'll also give you a complimentary consultation with me that's a $500 value. Why would you want to do that? Because I have already achieved that and I can help you achieve your American dream in 2021. Hit the link below, get the free webinar and the complimentary consultation, and I'll see you soon and wish you a pom-pom lifestyle that's plenty of money and peace of mind. Come join us.